The Portland Trailblazers sit in one of the more interesting places of all the teams in the NBA draft, especially those with top five picks, that they have this a player in Dame Lillard that they're trying to build around and contend with and, and maybe jettisoning off a top three pick that could net them a great talent for the future, and they could be mortgaging that future for the present. We're going to talk about who they could look into if they do decide to hold on to that pick, which is unlikely, and some of the possible trade partners they could be looking at to trade that pick. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. Welcome to the number one place for your daily basketball news and analysis, NBA Central. What's going on, basketball fans? Welcome to another episode of NBA Central. I'm one of the hosts here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub, Bobby, Steve-O, Big Kev. You guys know the squad here that, that handles this channel. And today we're continuing our draft profiles, and we're at number three now with the Portland Trailblazers. And I'm not even going to hold you, right? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to front. This has been one of the more interesting ones to try to cover, not because there's not players that could fit what the, the mold of what, what Portland has, Portland is, is in a unique situation where I don't want to say that they're like held hotches by, by Dame Lillard because that's that's not necessarily what I mean by that. But they're in a position where they're trying to put a team around Dame to try to contend before his time is up in the NBA. And with the team that has been through like several versions of that roster over the last amount of time, and not to the Portland Trailblazers discredit for not trying, right? They've made several moves that are trying to build something around, but between not players not being able to stay healthy, not working out, whatever it is, things just have not quite gone that way for the Portland Trailblazers. So they have the number three pick. They also have the number 23 pick. And this is such a unique situation because the Portland Trailblazers very well could trade both of these picks in this draft, right? And we'll talk about those scenarios, but the first one up is they have the number three overall pick. And Common Mindset would say, they're going to pick whoever drops between Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller. And while I know, at least I view and many others, Scoot Henderson as the clear second prospect in this draft, but the fact that the Charlotte Hornets are the one that draft for Portland, there's absolutely a chance that Scoot Henderson may be there for the, for the Portland Trailblazers at number three. Now, again, I think it's more, more likely that they still move on from this pick, even if Scoot does fall to number three. But again, to just look over those prospects and how they fit on on this roster, Scoot Henderson could offer the Portland Trailblazers an opportunity to have another player to build around. And while I know, and we're going to talk about it, the more common thing is to is to trade this pick. If the Portland Trailblazers, if they they surprise the basketball world and decided to draft Scoot if he falls there and move on from Dame Lillard, wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be a yes? It'd be a negative in the fact that your team is getting much worse initially, but it extends that future. Out now again, you can ask yourself what the what the backcourt mix between would be between Scoot and a player like Anthony Simons uh, as well down there. But overall, like Scoot is just that level of player, right? And we at least he projects to be that that next generation of point guard. But because of where the Portland Trailblazers are, probably not likely to do it. Now, if Brandon Miller was the one to fall there at number three, you know what Brandon Miller brings. He's going to bring the ability to score right away. He's going to be able to come off screens, come off. Um, you know, pick and rolls, uh, take pl- shots off the dribble, that three-point shot, legit, right? All those things. And even defensively, where is that one of his worst parts of his game right now? It's it's something that you can see him possibly working on when just you just look at the makeup of his body and his play style. He's not the most hugely athletic player. He's going to get by on more skill than athleticism, whereas Scoot Henderson is just the jump-out-the-gym athlete, the modern-day point guard. But like I said, we could talk about those players all day, but it really does seem more likely than not 
that the Portland Trailblazers are going to be shopping this pick. And while there has been some rumors and some rumblings that the Portland Trailblazers are absolutely comfortable holding on to that number three pick and just drafting a player, if you've been around the NBA long enough, you know what posturing sounds like in the NBA when teams are trying to posture to make sure that they get the most out of any potential move, right? And so while you have a potential talent in Scoot Henderson that is that, that comes in and he's going to be one of the best athletes in the NBA that that you can see, yeah, he, his three-point shoot, shooting is lacking right now, but he brings everything else, the mentality, the mindset, the aggression level, that dog in him, right? Scoot Henderson brings all of that. And Brendan Miller also, when you look at the fact that the Portland Trailblazers trying to find, maybe trying to find another scorer, Brandon Miller could come in and do some things for him. And then even if you want to look at some players outside of that, right? I look at a player like uh, 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 Amen Thompson, right? Or Amen Thompson. I think that he, now that would be a bit of a reach, but I do think that him being a, a long athletic player also could potentially slide into what they're trying to do down, down there in Portland. But again, that would be a huge reach. So Portland sits at this place where they're more than likely looking to trade that pick. And that's the thing that you have to start looking at and talking about and wondering, okay, at that point, what are you going to do? Who are your ideal trade partners? And one of the first ones that I'm going to bring up, just because I am a Bulls fan and I know every Bulls fan for some reason thinks, one like one people say the, the, the Chicago Bulls. And the reason why that naturally goes there, the Chicago Bulls own protections on Portland's first round pick up until 2028, which has limited the Portland Trailblazers' ability to trade their own first round picks in moves. Now, during the draft, they could trade during the draft, right? Everything, any type of move done during the draft is considered, you know, you have to basically draft that player and then you're trading. That's how it works. So that's why the Portland Trailblazers would be able to trade the number three overall pick. And so with that said, the Bulls can remove those protections because it's protected every single year up to 2028, which has limited the Portland Trailblazers' ability to go on and, and make moves with their other first-round picks, to package them and try to bring in talent. So there's common mindset between Bulls fans thinking like, hey, we can send a DeMar DeRozan down there. Maybe we can get that number three pick. And here's what I'll say. Not to say that there isn't a world maybe in which the Portland Trailblazers are interested in maybe a package around DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso and something built around a Matt Salaries and that number, number three pick. What we've heard out of Portland is they want a two-way small forward. And while DeMar, DeMar DeRozan has played small forward on the Bulls and on the Spurs, he's even played a lot, of, a lot of power forward. If you look at those minute splits, he does not necessarily fit that. Now, again, I don't see, and as much as I am a Bulls fan, I am still very much realistic. I do not see the Portland Trailblazers trading a number three overall pick for a 34-year-old guard slash forward in DeMar DeRozan and Alex Crusoe, even though they're both really solid players, DeMar DeRozan has one year left on his contract. Could you imagine if you trade the number three overall pick and the biggest piece you get in that walks in the following offseason? Now, there could be some things maybe that you can work in that you have to agree to an extension as part of the trade. Those things have been done before, but they're not very common, right? So I'm, I'm exiting the Bulls out of here, and I know I would love to see my Bulls get the number three overall pick, but I also have to be realistic in my analysis and bringing it to there. But another potential team that I see as maybe being a trade partner for the Portland Trailblazers is possibly the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz that started off the season winning way more games than what I think they even wanted to. When you look at some of the players that they could package in, maybe built around Laurie Marketing, and that would have to say that Portland looks at the growth that Laurie Marketing had last season and, and thinks that that's going to be something that maintains. But you also look at uh, the Jordan Clarkson of it, which I think he has an option on his deal, so he may not even be an option there, right? You look at, a, they, I don't see them being interested in Colin Sexton, but 
Lowry marketing does interest the Portland Trailblazers. His ability to play both forward positions, again, doesn't really fit that mode of a two-way forward there. But considering if they're going to let Jeremy Grant walk or not, could be another option that they look at um, with, with the Utah Jazz and the Portland Trailblazers. Not necessarily the perfect trade partner, but another one that could look to move with the Portland Trailblazers. Next up, could the could could uh the the Brooklyn Nets get involved? I'm sorry, not the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, the Brooklyn Nets. I'm I'm confusing myself. Could the Brooklyn Nets get involved? When you look at the Brooklyn Nets and having young players down there, could a Miles Bridges be enough to try to get that number three overall pick, right? The Nets, you never know, really know what that ownership group is going to do. They do some things that make sense, do some things that doesn't make sense. I think that they could be, and again, on this, we're not going through exactly the deals as they work out. We need the trade machine and a whole bunch for that. But could the Brooklyn Nets end up being a trade partner for the, the Portland Trailblazers with that pick, right? That's another one that you have to look at. And it couldn't even be Miles Bridges. Is it Nick Claxton? Is it some player like that, right? Because, again, Yusuf Nurkic, while he's good when he's healthy, is not able to stay healthy very much. But those are kind of ones that the Thunder could maybe get involved. But, again, that's a lot of young talent down there as well. Even though Lou Dort could be a nice defender to come into that system, um, maybe even – but Jalen Williams, another young player, so don't necessarily see that, right? They could add some depth with the, with the OKC Thunder. But, again – Maybe not one that really gives brings the talent level that the Portland Trailblazers would need, right? It's such a hard way to really gauge what the Trailblazers are going to do with this roster because ultimately, yes, they're they're trading more than likely trading that number three pick, and there are some trade partners that seem right on paper, but is it does it get the Portland Trailblazers realistically close enough, right? That's some of the questions. Now, the Portland Trailblazers also have the number twenty three pick, which they got from the New York Knicks, and. Again, this one is more common. Like, this is where I do think that the Portland Trailblazers may make a move with the Chicago Bulls as far as removing their future first-round pick protections and just giving the Bulls that number 23 overall pick. Um, and so that could free some things up for the Portland Trailblazers to use their other first-round picks to bring in more talent. But then again, the Portland Trailblazers will be giving up a lot of assets to build around Dame, which we've seen weirder things happen, right? Um, so that's what I think happened. But if the Portland Trailblazers move the number three overall pick, and then say, hey, with this number 23 pick, we do want to add some upside, right? Some upside. And so if they decide to hold on to that, they don't move, make that move with the Chicago Bulls or trade it elsewhere. Some of the players that I think would fit here, and the player that I actually talked about yesterday for Charlotte, Amari Bailey, right? I'm going to add him back in here because, again, a athletic two-way guard that gives heart defensively especially. He's going to come in quick, athletic, and intense, right? He can come in especially if the Trailblazers do move Anthony Simons in that deal for the number three overall pick, you can bring in Amari Bailey, and I do see Amari Bailey being able to come in and probably start for you right away. Now, again, does that fit what your best player in Dane Lillard wants to add another young player in Amari Bailey to what you have going down there? But when I look at Bailey, I'm looking at a player that 6'5", 185 pounds, he's a point guard slash shooting guard, and even if you don't, if you, even if you don't move Anthony Simons, you then can add him to your bench, and he can come in and give you some things right away. Yes, he's young, another 19-year-old who turned 20 in February, but I do think that he can give the Portland Trailblazers something at that number 23 pick. And then another player that I haven't talked a lot about. If the Portland Trailblazers see to Dame and say, we're trading that number three pick, we're getting a starter pair with you, they could go upside, and this would be a reach as well. But could Imani Bates make, make an interesting Thing there, Imani Banks, who's moving up draft boards with what he's shown at the draft combine. Yes, there's still those character concerns there, but Portland could look to say, "Hey, 
we want to add some upside. In case this doesn't work, we want to add some young pieces that could play into our future. And Imani Bates could fit that as well for the Portland Trailblazers at number 23. Um, they also could look at, um, when I'm looking at this, maybe Julian um, Stratworth, Stratworth, Strawther, Strawther, Julian Strawther out of Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga. I, I can't talk today. 6'7", 205 pounds, small forward, out of Gonzaga. And this guy is is an athlete. He jumps out the gym. He offers some shooting ability as well. But again, he fits that small forward mode. He's an older player as well. Junior, he's going to be 21 years old, turns 22 in, in April. So maybe you can convince yourself that he's going to be able to come in and give you something right away. Um, not as convinced as that. Again, I think it's more likely that the Portland Trailblazers move both their first-round picks. But if they decide to hold on to that number 23 pick, Julian Strather, Strather, man, that's a weird name, uh, could be an interesting pick there for the Portland Trailblazers at that number 23 pick. Now, the Blazers also have a second-round pick. Now, where they pick at, at the second round, I believe they pick at the number 43 pick. And there, there are some players that could interest them there. But again, I just, I don't, because it's so hard to gauge what the Trailblazers are going to be even looking for, if anything, in this draft. Um, I mean, there, there are some options there, but they may even look to move that and package that in the deal as well. So let me know, Portland Trailblazers fans, as you come through, um, what are some things that you see this team doing? NBA fans in general, who are some of the perfect trade partners you see maybe partnering with the Portland Trailblazers in this draft to get that number 23 or number three pick overall? Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. Make sure you're following the show at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform. You can also listen to the podcast version of the show, which is linked down below. But that's my time for today. I'll see you guys the next time I feel like making a video. Probably tomorrow. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break.